Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. We are in Proverbs 21 still this morning, looking at verse 21 and 22. So let's say a prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this time that you have blessed us with to look at your word, open our eyes to see truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, let's head to Scripture. And verse 21 um, is, I know Proverbs Proverbs 1-7 is the theme verse for all of Proverbs, which is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and it's fool, fools who despise wisdom and instruction. But this verse, very much so, I would say, is it talks directly about the foundation, the very foundation of all of Scripture. And you'll see in just a second. So let's read it. Whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness, and honor. Now, I just get right to the point. This verse is talking about the two greatest commandments. This verse is referring to loving God with all your heart and loving others. Now, where do we see that at in this verse? Well, to pursue righteousness, to pursue righteousness, this here is talking about a relationship with God. This is talking about seeking to, to um, honor God, seeking to please God, to make yourself right with God. That's what righteousness is. It's to be right. It's to be correct. Well, who determines what's right? Who determines what's correct? Well, the creator of the universe, God does, right? So anytime we see this term righteousness, it means we're seeking to do what is right. Well, that means we're seeking to be obedient to God's word. What he determines is right. We try to follow what he says is right, whether it feels right to us or not. So that is what pursuing righteousness is. And, and we do that through seeking after God, seeking first the kingdom of God. Loving him with all our hearts. So here we have, right up front, pursuing righteousness is pursuing the greatest commandment. Now, where do we see the second greatest commandment, which says, love others? Well, right here. To show kindness, if we're pursuing righteousness and kindness, we're pursuing a relationship with God, loving him, and to show kindness is to love others. So if we do that, if we do that, if we seek those two things out, which the Bible tells us are the most important commands and every other commandment's built upon them, what happens? What is the result of that? Well, you will find life. Okay. Now, this is not necessarily talking about physical life because, you know, we're all going to die. We're all going to age and we're all going to fade away eventually, physically speaking. But our souls are eternal. But this is more so referring to that eternal life. It's referring to um, that spiritual life, okay? Um, to be separated from God, if hell is to be separated from God, that is a spiritual death, okay? Even though our souls carry on, we're in torment because we are completely ripped apart from God, our Creator. Uh, what we were created to do and be was to have a relationship with Him. And if that is not happening, if that's not possible, then it's like death. So finding life is finding that right relationship with God. 
And that's through following the greatest commandment, to love him with all your heart. We attain righteousness. We attain that right standing with God. And also, if we're showing kindness to other people and loving them, typically people honor you when you show love and kindness to them. When you put other people before yourself, that's an honorable thing, and people tend to praise you for it. What they don't praise is when someone is selfish, when they only live for themselves. Typically, people don't honor those people. Okay, So here we have this, this verse about the two greatest commandments and what you get if you follow those two greatest commandments. Now, all of this here is laying up your treasure in heaven. That's what this is. Okay, let's look. Look at verse 22. Now, verse 21 is kind of straightforward, and, and it's really good. But let's, let's move on to verse 22 here. So this one's a little bit more of a mystery, a little more cryptic here. But Solomon's wise, and he knows how to use analogies and metaphors. So let's look at this one. Verse 22 says, A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. So what this means, a wise man again, what is a wise man? A wise man is someone who fears the Lord, as Proverbs 1-7 tells us. Now why is a wise man going to want to scale a city and, and bring down the mighty? That seems kind of cruel and mean. Wouldn't a wise person just kind of keep to himself and show kindness, like verse 21 says up here, and not want to tear people's cities down? What is this talking about? Well, Solomon's just using an analogy and a metaphor, and somewhat probably from his own history and what he knows of history. What's another uh, a city that we can think of in Scripture where the walls came down? Well, Jericho comes to mind for me, except no one really scaled the walls there, right? They just kind of screamed and yelled, and then God brought the walls down, and, and he did it so that he could show his glory and his power. But the idea here, the idea here is that a wise man trusts God. A wise man is confident in his faith. And a wise man will look to God to give him strength. That's what a wise man is. Someone who fears the Lord. So automatically for, for Solomon to say a wise man, he is literally saying a man or woman who loves God with all their heart. That's, that's how we can interpret this right here. A, a person who loves God with all their heart and trusts him and is seeking to be righteous and be obedient to his word, okay? That person can scale the city of the mighty and bring it down, the stronghold in which they trust. That's the idea here, okay? Isn't that what Joshua did at the Battle of Jericho? God said, okay, I don't want you to go throw spears and shoot things at the walls to bring them down. I want you to march around the city and yell and scream and blow trumpets. Now, Joshua could have said, God, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. I know better how to take this city, so I'm going to do it my way. But he didn't do that because he was a wise man, right? He feared the Lord. He trusted God at his word, even if it didn't make sense and it sounded crazy. So he did what God asked. What was the result of a man who was wise doing what God asked him to do? Well, he took down the city of the mighty and the stronghold in which they trusted. Okay, so that's the idea here, is that those who put faith and trust in God, who put him first and pursue righteousness and kindness, a wise man who fears the Lord, 
they can take down cities, okay, if that's God's will and God is behind them, okay? They can do anything. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the idea. In trusting God, following him, doing his will for your life and seeking to honor him in all that you do, you can do anything because God can do anything. Now, it doesn't mean that God will do anything that you want. But here's the thing is if you want to honor God, you're going to want to do what he wants done. You're going to seek to please him through his word, knowing what he wants and listening to him as he speaks to you by the Holy Spirit. You're not going to want selfish things, right, that God wouldn't do anyway, even if you ask for it. You're going to want the things God wants. And with a heart and an attitude and a relationship like that, you can move mountains. All right, I'm going to stop there. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this encouraged you. Um, with God, all things are possible. Seeking Him, a relationship with Him, is the most important thing you can ever do in your life. Take care. Have a wonderful and blessed day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.